Hello, and welcome to Superhuman Samurai Cyberpod. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I have a minute. <laughs> is your mic working? Hopefully it is. Did you not hear that? No. We you, we heard I have a, and then you cut off. <laughs> oh, I have a Ramune. Okay. Oh, that oh that weird marble soda. I gotta look oh. for one of those. Yes. Alright. I need to get some of that. And we have a guest. That's right. Again. Right, I'm yes. Clear Italian. And Hello. I'm your guest. Yay! Unlike the previous guest, I'm not an expert in Transformers or Tokusatsu or anything like that. I'm I am here to talk about something that does start coming up this episode though. Okay. You are our our occasional anime ringer when I need backup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, those of uh, those of you who uh, frequent our Patreon may have already heard him on this month or possibly last month's episode. Yes, it, it was yeah. this Talking month. About kimono friends. This, this episode comes out at the end of the month. The Patreon will hopefully come out before that. Okay, if I have I'm, enough time yes. to edit it. I'm I'm unstuck in time here. Yep. <laughs> I'm here to talk about anime. I, I was sick for a week with, like, the flu, so I have no idea what time of the month it is. Like, is it, it's like the middle somewhere, right? Yeah, it, just about. Yeah. I'm just past the middle. It, when we're recording this, yes, but it won't come out to the end because I plan ahead. Yeah, we're, well, we're trying to right. plan ahead, and it we're doesn't just, always work. We're just exiting, uh, discounted Valentine's Day candy season. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's a good time. And uh, yes, this is our fourth foray into the uh, the world of Gridman. <laughs> baby Dan Dan, yes. baby Dan Dan. Uh, this <laughs> episode is world. suspicion. Yes, very suspicious episode. <laughs> uh, also a also a pretty good uh, Cary Grant Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for that. I, I don't. It's true. It's... I haven't seen that many Cary Grant movies. So anyway, Should I have in, seen the, in that many this... Alfred Hitchcock movies? Probably not. In this episode, Akane has begun to suspect that uh, that our boy Johnny Utah may be connected with Gridman <laughs> in some in some uh, respect. Very possible. Yeah, she figured that out already. Very possibly. Good job. Four episodes like... in. <laughs> yeah, th- well, this I've... is a thing that doesn't ha- usually happen until like four episodes from the end. Of like a Tokusatsu series, so it's like, oh, we know who the Power Rangers are. Yeah, no, she's she's ahead of the game. Yeah, she's ahead of the game. I mean, he's he has been using a bunch of what I would like to call Spider-Man excuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that. And oh, he's... Well, I got I I got to get medicine for my sick aunt. I if you count Spider-Man excuses being dragged out a window by a hobo samurai. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think she saw that. <laughs> Yeah, she's at home making a kaiju. Yeah. Oh, very luckily for him, she was absent that day. I mean, he is kind of an anime protagonist. He is the most. I mean, mean, he's literally an anime protagonist. This is an anime, and he's the protagonist. Wait, but he's like he he is. (laughs) Yes, he's the one with the bright. He's got bright red hair, and you know most of the other. Kids in the class do not have things like that, and you, you're he just, correct. He he stands out as being very uh, very well designed, but yes, th- like in a that way the background characters aren't. But he has brightly colored hair, but there's someone who sits next to him who has more brightly colored hair and is in the designated anime protagonist seat way in the back by the window, and that's Akane. Yep. Oh. <laughs> So that's the designated anime protagonist seat because you don't have to draw all the people behind her. You just have to draw them staring out the window. Ah, yeah. Brilliant. It's anime. It's, it's cost saving the anime protagonist seat. Then he's right. got amnesia. He got amnesia starting right about the time oh, Gridman started showing up. So he's, he's, per, he's giving off a lot of those like, I'm the main hero vibes where, yep. you know, another character could be like, a, a genre savvy character could be like, huh, I think maybe he's the, this new superhero. And Akane is very surprisingly genre savvy, isn't she? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's clearly a fan of your, uh, 
of your Ultraman type stuff, given her extensive collection of uh, memorabilia. Yep. Yes. Yes. So, but anyway, let's open with. Should I say anything first about? about, Well, what I was going to say first was feet. Feet. Yes, feet. (laughs) You have not even begun to feet. Oh, oh. Wait, is that why? Is that why you wanted no, to be on this episode? No. Oh. I was, I was <laughs> no. hoping so. It's like I, I'm not actually sure why you wanted to. Be I can on get this you in touch with some people. I'm, I can get I you know. in touch with some people. I know. I, yeah, I could probably find them easy, but at least one guy I know probably is in the field. No, I, I'm here for other Akane-related reasons. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not my thing, but I got nothing against it. But I, uh, it's, it's it's clearly somebody so working on this show's thing. Yeah. yeah, it is so weird that th- that's a thing. Like I, I noticed it in the original watch by last episode. It's like we see her feet an awful lot, and it's always just Akane's feet close up, kicking the monitor. Okay, that makes sense. It's a visual thing, but it just happens so often. Somebody's into that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a harmless enough thing to be into. Yes. Anyway. Let's actually start the episode. Did we start the episode? Yes. Akane's talking about Chinoso Yudes, well, the, and then... Uh, well, the f- yeah, the first thing we see in this episode is the feet. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's actually the first shot. Yeah, it? it is. Superhuman Samurai Superhuman Samurai They're gonna amp it up Take And then we see going to a bus stop for friends. Yes. yes. Yay, because it's time for public transit. I like yeah. public transit. Well, it's a good thing you do, because I don't think anybody else on this show does. There are yeah. two people on this bus. So, well, okay. There's a couple interesting things going on here. Um, I think it's notable this is the first time we actually see that uh, Rika is actually wearing a uniform under that hoodie. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's not, in fact, a penguin, despite wearing a black and white hoodie. <laughs> Are you sure? It's a very similar Cause, outfit. Yes. Because I was um, assuming she was a penguin. This is – I don't think this is their very first interaction on screen, but it might be. This is definitely the first time we um, see Rika and Akane having a conversation on screen yeah, I th- with nobody else around. That isn't in the ending sequence. Time to pass that Bechdel test, baby. Oh. Just a bit. Just a bit. Well, there's the hallway episode in... Or hallway... I think it's in episode two when we see, like, um, Thundercracker Girl talking to... Yeah. In the background. I think they're all in... I think everybody in that class is in that shot. This is definitely the first time they're talking alone, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Though, uh... Akane is kind of determined to not pass that Bechdel test because she wants to know about Yuta. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, she definitely wants to know about Yuta, but she really wants to know about what Rika's relationship with Yuta is. And yeah. Rika doesn't answer the question, and that kind of makes Akane mad. Yeah, yeah there's a long there, there's a long Ava silence where somebody's head's about to be popped off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that long, but. So yeah, that's it's the first of several interesting interactions between the two of them this episode. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. well, and throughout the series, yeah, throughout yeah, the series, this episode specifically, not good at interacting with people in general, and maybe other girls specifically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, interestingly, she doesn't seem to have any issues getting along with those with her two friends who she with. Yeah, but they two- never. We never like. She doesn't seem to count them. Like, they just sort of be, seem to be in her area. Yeah. And right. for whatever reason, she doesn't have the same issue with them that she clearly has with Rika. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't understand why. I mean, if I knew a girl who had that jacket, I would just, like, not be able to talk to her at all. I would just, like, <laughs> it, it would be anime nosebleed time. Oh, yeah, Thundercracker's deck. Oh, this is so good. Oh, um, we get a cameo by Woozer. As an announcement yes. on the bus, the little yes. weird potato-shaped dog thingy, which 
has what? its own anime that's also by Trigger. Okay, I, I figured that looked like a thing that was like a, a known yeah. thing yeah. that I was unaware it, of. It's a thing that I don't I've never watched Woozer. Yeah, me neither. I know I know of Woozer. It's a It's like a it's like a reference comedy type show where this little mascotish looking thing called Woozer um basically makes references to other anime and is basically it's it's super in jokey from what I understand. Um a lot of people uh, like it, but what I just... on this show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never got around to checking it out, and it's got a whole bunch of seasons now, and it doesn't seem worth it. So, but I, I recognized oh. it immediately as soon as I saw it. I was like, "Oh, that's Woozer." I don't know why <laughs> Woozer's here. Um, I don't. Same reason anything else yeah. in the show is here because they can do it. Yeah. That's that's the basically the <laughs> defining trait of the references in the show is that well we can do it, so why not? Well, it's because they could do it, or it's something they worked on. Like, there's a bunch of Inferno Cop references in this show, mm-hmm. but I've only seen a few episodes of Inferno Cop, so I didn't get them. I didn't watch any Inferno Cop. I knew enough to recognize what an Inferno Cop looks like. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds cool. Uh, it basically, yes. imagine um, Alexis Carib as a cop. Ah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, Alexis Carib is Inferno Cop's boss. Actual Inferno <laughs> Cop is basically, imagine a uh, paper cutout of Grim, of the um, Ghost Rider... In a police uniform, uh, being a cop very badly. That's in front of cop. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, that's yeah, that, the idea. That's that sounds pretty, pretty great, it. actually. Also, another reference that I don't think was mentioned by you guys is Rika's mom is a reference to a character from another Trigger show, um, Luluko. There's a character oh, okay. in Luluko who's an alien who has is, three red eyes, and Rika's mom oh, is, is voiced by... Has the weird earring? I think the same person, and she's got three red eyes, oh. two red eyes, and then a red eye earring. Okay. It never matters. I, I know she was somebody else from some other show, I just and, had well, no idea what. Most famously, she's her voice actress is um, uh, Haruko from FLCO. That's the most famous thing ah, that she is. Uh-huh. That explains why she has a weird voice. Yes, she has a very distinctive voice. I like her voice, but it, it's... It's oddly like her voice is cracking all the it's time. It's extremely distinctive. It's, it's 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 a very unique voice you don't hear very often. But that's what she's most famous for. Most people would recognize her as that. I have no idea if they managed to get the same actress for the English dub. I don't know. Hey. Anyway, so speaking of references, once they get to school, uh, everybody's watching a video by what I assume are a bunch of YouTubers. Yes. Yes. This is pretty much exactly how I feel whenever like. I talk to anyone young. <laughs> it's like, oh, look at these great YouTubers. And I'm like, I don't know, go play Fortnite or something, you children. <laughs> and uh, these uh, these guys are collectively known as Arcadia. And uh, yes. David, I believe they are reference to toy companies. Yeah, well, yes, um... I tried to look up, I forgot where the hell I had it, but Arcadia is a toy company right now. Uh, one of the boys is named Yamato, which is what Arcadia used to be named. It used to be Arcadia Toy. Uh-huh. I think the other three boys also have like toy company names that like are related to that. Uh-huh. But I may be misremembering, but I think all those companies put out some kind of, uh, Macross toy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I remember okay. hearing at the time was there was something Macross okay. related for them. And because these guys are all a bunch of jet fires. Yes. Yes, which <laughs> drove me nuts when I saw it because, like, I know these guys are referenced to something. One guy has, like, a ladybug on his shirt and it was obvious, okay, that's fucking jet fire. Who the fuck are the other three? Mm-hmm. Because I forgot that animated jet fire is tan, so I forgot he existed, so it confused right. that crap out of me. So they're... When you see them sitting on the couch from left to right there, G2 Jetfire, Animated Jetfire, G, yeah, the Cyberjet, G, a Cyberjet, isn't that G2, Cyberjet? Yeah, that, I was just connect, uh, yeah. cutting okay. it with the G2 is the Cyberjet. Yeah, yeah the, the Cyberjet, the um, animated um, side-by-side combiner Jetfire, G1 Jetfire, and Shattered Glass Jetfire. Okay, oh. this, like, that completely went over my head, so now I have to, like, pull that episode back up even just to... to- well, pause on them. Scroll and be like, in, oh my god! Scroll up in the chat, and I already posted the image. Yeah, I, are they I remember. All jet fires? I heard somebody That's mention great. something about Macross when it aired, but I wasn't watching the show when it aired. I didn't watch the show till much later in its run. So, 
Oh my god, they are. That's amazing. <laughs> no, that is an interesting <laughs> set of choices. Like, like every character in this show is a Transformers reference, and except maybe the most background. I had, I had that Jetfire toy. You had the, which Jetfire? There's four. Of them. No, I had the the original Jetfire. Toy. I actually had an I actually had an original oh. version of that Jetfire toy. My um the Autobot branded one, not like a Macross one, like way back in the yeah. 80s or whenever those first came out. I got mm-hmm. one. Um and I had and then much later on I discovered that it was actually a Macross toy and my mind was blown. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Who who I'm Kudos to whoever figured out that that's what was going on with those guys, but I don't know how people figure this well. out. I, I'm not entirely sure how either, because like my first instinct is okay, they're jet fires, because I thought okay, there's a G, the Cyberjet one, there's G one, but I wasn't sure about like the black guy because it didn't quite look like shattered glass. I was thinking like for a while like um. Oh crap! What is the, the there was a Cybertron toy that was like a dune buggy thingy that was perp, a lot purple and black or something. But but like I kept I forgot the animated one and the tan just kept throwing me off about my ideas. I thought it was like oh there's a actual Macross like the training variant that is that color. So hmm. I was thinking oh they're all Veritex, but no they're just Jetfires. Yeah, I I look at whoever comes can decipher these references the same way that I look at people who can do the cryptic crossword. It's just beyond me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can... Some of them are just like... I mean, most of the main cast is just super obvious, but to the point yeah, where the it's like... I've oh. tried to explain this to to other people who are who are not quite so deeply involved and been like, no, you don't understand. They're really, really clearly based on these toy robots. Yeah, I thought but, uh, people were wow. exaggerating at first until the actual comparison started to... to fly around but yeah like i said i wasn't watching until very much later so oh it was it was fun watching week to week and that's a connection to be making with these guys yeah i didn't actually watch till right between the 11th and 12th episodes i i didn't Mm -hmm. watch it at all oh you got the marathon oh oh you little spoiled yeah (laughs) well i was waiting to make sure they didn't mess something up before i invested myself into it and so yeah that was the thing like I, I love doing that. I love marathoning shows like four or five episode chunks at a time. But when it was this show, it's like, no, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I have to see it weekly. I'm the opposite in that I pretty much always walk th- watch things weekly. If I don't watch it weekly, then I'm just not going to be watching it ever. So mm-hmm. actually going well, back and yeah. watching the whole series between the 11th and 12th episodes was extremely unusual for me. So, Well, I still have to finish Zombie Saga. Yeah, but, so you should. Yeah. It's good. Especially much for, like, to, zombies. It is very good. And idols. Much to Rika's chagrin, Hess and, and Namiko are, like, super into these YouTube boys. Yeah, and they are <laughs> apparently in college. Yeah. And, yeah, and Rika is extremely say... not interested at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is less interested than she is in the average thing Yuta is doing. She's already not interested in that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, um... Later in the episode, I think they say that they're all 21. Yeah, they're called. And, and what year is the first year of high school in Japan? Uh, 16. Yeah, 15, that's 16. not cool. Is that is the same <laughs> yeah, as a... That would be... It's equivalent of 10th grade in the in the U.S. It's equivalent yeah. of being a sophomore. Because their high school's only three years. Yeah, so spoilers, it, it's, it's still bad. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> most of these guys get eaten, and I'm not sad about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was not sad about it just from the moment that they were YouTube guys because yeah um, I, they're I, I mean, the only the only problem is that one of them didn't get eaten that's the only problem I have I yeah. mean to be there's nothing inherently wrong with them apart from them being twenty one year old YouTube guys who are going on a group date with these sixteen year old girls but yeah I mean they're not like annoying or obnoxious or anything i mean except as we no, will just... as we will get to the reason for them all to get eaten is but honestly i i sympathize with her a great deal in this uh, <laughs> but but yeah so rika's they're showing rika this video of these guys and she's like great uh so and, but, and they invite they her on a get date together with them but there's four of them. Yeah. And Akane is like, oh, I guess I should come. And that sure turns Rico around. 
Yep. Got to got to even the numbers up. There's yeah. a real good shot of Rika's expression right when when Akane does that, and it's 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 one of my favorite Rika expressions in the show because she's just so. <laughs> what what why what what's going what even <laughs> is this? I don't understand. <laughs> she's just she's just sort of staring at at Akane oh. like. I have no idea what any of this is. Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can sympathize with because you. But as soon as Akane says that, she's like, okay, I'm going to. <laughs> yes. Rika's like, well, I guess I will go too. <clears throat> and meanwhile, our boy Utah is uh, kind of confused now because he's realizing that, uh, oh, hey, I'm, I'm kind of into Rika here. Also, yeah, speaking uh, of being kind yeah. of into, like, how much time do you think Rika's mom spends just like cooing over <laughs> the neon oh, these weird Genesis hobos? Junior high. Yeah, I... it's, she does it quite a bit. Well, because she's smart enough to realize no, these guys aren't actually in junior high. Like Max is probably in his forties. She, she's got them really well pegged too, as to as to which ones are are which. Like she knows exactly who the dumb one is, and she knows how to yes. get yeah. stuff out of him real easily. Yeah, I get the feeling but that she Rika's... likes them cute and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> but Rika's talking about going on this thing, and Yuta and Utsume are all freaking out because Utsume wants to go and and see Akane, and and I like how Gridman is basically like Yuta. <laughs> You seem to have a boner. <laughs> I mean, not exactly, but he's basically like, you know, you seem... Do you want to rap about it? <laughs> <laughs> if I weren't in this uh, strange digital void, I would pull out a chair and turn it around backwards and sit down on it. <laughs> and then we could hash this out. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, we got this group date. The two of them freaking out is pretty adorable, though. Yeah, so they're just gonna spy on these guys like a couple of weirdos. Boar is totally like okay. Yeah. Between especially between Boar and Max, they're just like egging them on, and like Gridman <laughs> is giving him the speech about facing your enemies. <laughs> Well, you see, Boris is setting it up so he has an excuse to kick Utsumi in the shins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is the, the yeah. number one pleasure in, in Boris' life is kicking Utsumi in the shins. It's basically yes. what he lives for, yeah. Out of all, the only one you should listen to is Max. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when you're that size, <laughs> kicking people in the shins is... That's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you have. So yeah, they have decided that they are going to go stalk these girls on this date. Which is only the second most questionable thing going on on the date, to be completely honest. Yes. Yeah, because... Uh, Normally that would be the first most little... questionable. Yeah, yeah, these dudes are getting a little little too touchy-feely. Yeah. Well, so if, see... if, you have, if any of you have watched Agretsuko, uh, this is... <laughs> This is what they're doing. It's going to a, a Japanese karaoke yep. place facility. I don't know. It's a very, very standard group date location. Very, very standard. Yes. Yep. I have not seen that, but I did see Lost in Translation about 15 years ago. <laughs> well, you should see Agretsuko. It's pretty great. It is also about karaoke. Yeah. Anyway, so they uh, they catch a glimpse of Akane's phone, and they're they're very impressed that she's got a alien Baltan. Uh... Mm! And she, she just about <laughs> dies. She just about dies. Uh, oh, this this part. Well, okay. First, um, one of the is it, I think it's Yamato, the main the, the Jetfire one, the G one Jetfire one. <laughs> He's the only one that matters this episode. I have to narrow down He's which the only one that Jetfire's matters. the character. Bumps into her shoulder. That annoys her, and we get the close up. Her eyes are going mad, and then. He identifies she, she, her. She, she about has a panic attack because she does not like this. She is having a horrible time, like just in general. Yeah, when, she's having a horrible yeah. time, and then he, he lived. Oh, you like Baltan? Baltan's neat, and he does the Baltan pose. It's not fucking Baltan. <laughs> okay, so 
This what is, is a basically Boltan? every high school experience I had where I was like with people who were like, oh yeah, I remember that guy who was like the yellow Volkswagen, and there's <laughs> the one with the cassettes. And I'm just uh, yes. like, I'm going home. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when I was first watching this, I knew it wasn't fucking Baltan. Look at the chat. Baltan looks like a cross between a beetle and a lobster. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. It's it's an alien Regulan from Ultraman Tiga mm-hmm. instead. I and when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, I know what that is," but I don't remember the name, so I had to look up. So thankfully, the internet provided at the time. Yes. So like everybody else watching. Oh, thank you for tagging the right kaiju. So she's annoyed that the guy bumped into him. She's more annoyed that he doesn't know kaiju. <laughs> and she's and she's annoyed that she's she's well, not getting the information out of Rika. She's trying to get out of Rika. Yeah. I mean, so I, she, everything is inspired. It's, it's, I mean, it is, it's like you, you think you're a, you're a teenager and you're a huge nerd and you think you're gonna go be social and you're like, yeah, I guess I should go be social. And you just end up with these basic people. It's these basic ass <laughs> YouTube bros. And they're just yeah. not interesting. She can't, she's not having any luck hitting on the girl she came to talk to. Which yeah, okay, yeah. so she's trying to get information about Utah, but the point is, well, I, she's... well, you know, there's there's some stuff going on that's yes. yeah, because she's muttering under her breath that she's going to kill these dudes. Which Can't blame is her. understandable, but yeah, it's it's very much that sort of I that that sort of alienation that's that's fairly understandable. Yeah. She's just totally done with these yeah. bros, and Rika is just sort of trying to shrink into a corner and not be seen. Yeah, she's yeah, not really it's... digging these guys either, though. She yeah. she has the uh, the downside of having more charisma than perhaps she wants. So, yes. they're like, hey, you! And she's like, yeah, eh, yeah hi. Yeah, because um, Akane and Rika... awkward social R- Rika doesn't ever seem like she's like Rika doesn't ever seem like she's particularly happy that she's as uh desirable as she is. Yeah. Like, yeah. She 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 knows she is, but she doesn't seem happy about it. Especially now. Oh god, that's relatable. <laughs> I, it's it, it's an interesting thing cuz you don't actually see that very much in anime. It's an unusual thing to see in anime. Someone who's yeah, that I... clearly like that. Cuz generally you've them... got your characters who are like uh I know I'm pretty, and I like it, and the ones who are don't, wish they were pretty, but aren't, or they are, but they don't think so. Yeah, you get Rika, a lot like, of the ones obviously who trying are the, to like... push away people who are interested in her is interesting. Yeah, you hmm. get a lot of the, the like, oh, I'm just plain and boring, even though I'm the only person in the class with pink hair. Yeah. And... <laughs> I, I just need one of those uh, she's all that makeovers. I mean, yes. the most interesting thing about Rika is, like, if you just sort of look at her, she's the one of the more plain designs, but there's obviously... Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, yeah, There's cause... a lot of filthy art of hers, which... <laughs> there's a lot. There, there is. Well, my, my... my main exposure to Gridman for the first ten weeks or so was lots of Rika and Akane art. Lots and lots of art of Rika. Yeah, there's kind of too much, like... Although, plus, because, like, it did come out, I think it was a director or somebody said, like, the, the character design of Aka- uh, Rika is, like, make her thighs thick. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's, something the, that's something the director said. That's something God the director damn it, said. Yeah. artists, stop it. Well, it's like... <laughs> and they deliver. That way she's a balance to Akane. It works yeah. out. Although, um, I think originally, like, the, one of the original character designs they almost used for Rika was, like... Her hair was more in a shorter bob cut that made her face look more like a bucket head. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an early design of um of Rika where it's where the Megatron influence is very obvious, and oh you you can God. see why they didn't go with it because it was just it's it's obvious enough that like you could tell like just by looking at it. Yeah. Like also, work. also like. I, I think they reworked that design into what ended up being a Kane because she's got the shorter haircut. Also, yeah. if she had shorter hair, it'd be too close to uh, Starscream. Um. I can't remember her name. I, I had oh, to write um, it down Namiko. so I can Namiko. try to remember her. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Namiko. 
I can never. I I I can only remember that because I literally just listened to your other podcast from episode three, like yesterday. I can never <laughs> remember Namiko's name. I can only remember Haas because yeah. only because Haas is distinctive. Namiko is yes. extremely. Haas is a funny name, also because she's got yes. the mask. But in Star, she's such a star scream. Like she's making wacky faces, yeah. getting drinks in this. Uh, Scene. But it's very <laughs> easy to tell that Namiko and Haas just aren't important characters, so it's hard to mm-hmm. remember them when they're not doing something at the moment. Yeah. Well, because they're they're very standard, like, best friend yeah. characters that yeah. blend into the background. Well, yeah. like, those two and then uh, Akane's two, uh, two friends are, like, obviously, like, the idea is that they're, like, you know, parallels to each other and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah. none of them are real characters. Like, no. none, <laughs> none of them are real people. Uh, I mean, yeah. other than the short story about Thundercracker and Astro Train yeah. hooking up that was written months before the show, yeah, like they didn't get any characterization. Like, I don't; those two barely even talk in the show, so you, we never even hear from them except for once or twice. Yeah. they just hang out. Yeah, with, we, with we, I think it was in episode two and episode seven or eight. I think they get yeah. a bunch of lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. one yeah, of the later ones. Later on. I just specifically remember Thundercracker talking about how they how she wants to go to the sea. Yeah. <laughs> It's very cute. But yeah, I don't I... think the production lines up with her also talking about wanting to write a screenplay. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> like uh comics, Thundercracker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, but, that but would be this... oh that would have been nice if she was writing in a notebook. Damn it. I, I felt like this entire bad, very bad <laughs> date was extremely relatable. So Yeah. yeah. So it, you're definitely supposed to think that it's it's, it's extremely miserable for both Akane and Rika. Yes. And, and indeed, Akane ends up bailing. Yeah, she yes. just can't, yeah. she can't handle it. She's just, just like, eh, no. I'm going home to very graphically and well-animatedly take off my stockings <laughs> yep. and sit in front of my computer. Again. She manages to reenact the elevator scene from Evangelion all by herself, which is very yes. impressive. That's an, impre- that's she's an impressive re- She's really pounding that, uh, that door close button, even though everybody knows that doesn't actually do anything. No, but it makes you no. no that's no, a no. lie. It makes you feel better. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's something. Like, yeah, that's one of the obvious anime reference scenes in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's very obvious in how it's framed, and even though there's only one person yeah. in there, they frame it exactly like she's in the um the ray position. Yeah. For that, it's, it's <laughs> yes. Like, everybody looks at like, oh yeah, I recognize that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was an easy office. But, but it almost got worse because meanwhile, the stalkers are wandering about, poking their head around the corner <laughs> like they're the three stooges. But Caliber has no sense of like boundaries and like they're wondering, he's like, he's gonna start walking into the room. Thankfully, he goes into the wrong door. He just like, walks um, in on some drunk people singing karaoke. <laughs> yeah, it feels like he yeah, should I, be making like Fred Flintstone tiptoe noises. <laughs> Well, no, because he's just strolling along like he doesn't care with all his swords. And I I wonder if, like, uh, he's so kind crazy. of a gag character, but I wonder if, like, he's intended to be sort of on the spectrum or something, because he has a stutter. And, yeah. And he just sort of I don't know. I don't, doesn't, I... un- like, the the rest of the, the <clears throat> Neon Genesis kids are weird, but he's unusual yeah. in his weirdness. Although, it, it, he's kind of like old school anime, yeah. like, he's Jigen or something. Yeah, he, like he doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, mean if anybody is, I would... they're being like, people. That's just yeah. his particular way of being bad at being people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, Akane's kind of got a bit of that, too. Akane's extremely yes. bad at being a person. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I wait, sort of is, part of the thing with I the, think the entire cast is fucked up. I mean, right up to them being referred to, referring to themselves as being in junior high, <laughs> it, it's very much <laughs> clear that they're not people and they are yeah. very bad at being people. So I, I feel like that's definitely just part of of his particular aspect of being very bad at being people. So with Akane gone, Itsumi's lost interest. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't care. It's like, everybody else walks out and they don't see Akane leaving. He's like, ah, Utsumi doesn't care. He wants to go home. Yeah. And that drags everyone else with him. Although Yuta's all, but, 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 Akane, she's talking to boy. She's laughing. I want to, oh, do I have feelings for this girl? I and and, and he, Boar he, just keeps talking about how they are clearly 
just calling them stalkers and <laughs> Max is yeah. talking about how yeah. vexing they are. <laughs> so yeah, neither of the boys put on a good, sh- particularly good showing here. So yeah, he's, he's very upset no. about her possibly being into uh, college guys, which. From my high school days, I certainly found relatable. Although I did not go to the point yeah. of following people around like a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Well, because both, also both earlier of them when she was she was making yeah. coffee uh, for in in that very beautifully drawn espresso machine, uh, she was making coffee for them, and she was uh, a Vitor, or Vitter. Yeah, she uh, she was getting something down, and he like came and helped her, and she was being all like, "Oh, thank you." And Yuta was like, "Maybe she just likes older guys because he is the one who uh, looks you, you most like just a college guy." Yuta needs to chill. So, yeah, he needs to settle down. Yeah. Well, again, he's only sixteen, so it's understandable but annoying. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, speaking of people who need to settle down, Akane goes to her. Minion Auntie, and he, she's all, yeah, he's like hanging YouTubers. around outside her house. Yeah, 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 he's outside her house. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hanging around he's outside her go. house because he doesn't. Yeah. He's not allowed inside. He doesn't know well, where to be. He's just. He's not allowed inside. He doesn't have anywhere else to go. He's always hungry, and she's mad at him because he won't kill the the jet fires. So she throws his, her phone at his face again. It was already cracked. Well, that hasn't happened yet. We have, we still haven't had the monster attack yet. Well, no, oh, because no, he, he was. Oh, I see. Right. She right, throws- she has to make one because he, this he guy refuses. won't. Because yeah, that's right. he yes. was born to destroy Gridman, not these stupid yes. YouTubers. Yeah, they are beneath him. Like I, I don't, needs I don't to be care really if they more told- careful when she accidentally creates life, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next time, maybe design them to be a little more obedient. I don't care if they're always bugging you to like and subscribe. <laughs> Auntie is my child. He is my precious son, and I just want to bundle him up and feed him. He is a little trash and baby. And then maybe let him go kill Gridman. <laughs> uh. All right. So anyway, instead she has to make uh, make her own monster. Uh, but it's, it's got to be different this time. Somehow. <laughs> is it, though? Anyway. Is it that different... Yeah. Well, Meanwhile, uh, Rika's mom is hitting on, uh, hitting on these weird hobos. <laughs> she calls Caliber Callie. <laughs> She's, oh, man. I, I just, and Utah is just, oh, go ahead. Part of me wants to say there are clearly dirty things going on in the background, but part of me does not want to ruin them all with that, that sort of thing. Well, uh, I'm sure there's the mom is like the only normal one, although she's possibly a little horny. (laughs) There's some real suspicious stuff about that mom. Everybody else is clearly messed up. There's some real suspicious stuff about that mom. Yeah, I I I don't know what to make of some of it. Clearly, very horny for all of them except Boar. So, well, I mean, considering who she's based off of and who her voice is, that actually makes complete sense. Yes, it's it's a very obvious reference that that she's like that. And they are just all, it goes directly over their heads, because, again, they are very bad at being people. I mean, Vitter is drawn as traditionally attractive. Yeah. Yeah, and that's about all he has. (laughs) Yeah. He's just sort of the pretty responsible one. Yes. I do appreciate Uh. that even when he, like, does stuff, he's like, oh, is it time for me to do a thing? Because he just totally gets that he is very much, like, the least interesting background character of them. And meanwhile, Utah's getting what might, may or may not be romantic advice from Max, the Bane-masked Grimlock guy. (laughs) He's clearly the only one of the group with actual sense. Yes. Kind of like he's trying to be a father figure, but he doesn't know. He's just sort of confused by Utah and his feelings for this girl and him not coming out and saying it. And so he actually says, have you lost your way? Oh, hey, a kill a kill reference. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and yes, again, he, he calls them vexing repeatedly. And... They are very vexing. Yes. I mean, you'd probably be better off getting romantic advice from the actual Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about the same. 
Just they don't understand the complications of teenage emotions. Yeah, Gridman (laughs) himself is not much help either. No, No. Gridman is very much the the comparison, the the, uh, example you made before is very good. It is very much like (laughs) trying to get romantic advice from Captain America. (laughs) Yeah. He's just being very heroic, and it's not helping. So, you want to talk to a girl? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that basically is what he is, because he's sitting... He's in the monitor, and the chair is in front of him like it's backwards. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. We just need Hannibal Burris on the wrong side of him. Yes. If only at some point in the series he said, I got that reference. That never happens. No, he never understands that. Well, in a meta sort of way, at the end it kind of does. Well, okay. In a very meta sort of way. And meanwhile... Meanwhile, these YouTubers are being stalked and murdered by something. Yep. I, and it, I oh, yeah. definitely, I gotta say, when one of them, I guess the G11, he gets to survive because, the longest because he's the G11. Yeah. Uh, he gets a phone call from one of the others who's just like screaming about well, a no, third no, no. one, something it's... happening. No, like, uh, Yamato survives till the next day. It's like one of them gets a call from a second one who found out that the, the, another one died and all three of them are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we haven't gotten that... to the point as to how Yamato survived because he's they, uh, he runs into Rika. Yes. Yeah. My, my question well, is, how is this thing sneaking up on these people? Uh, he uses the fog. fog. There's fog. Question mark the fog. It's. I mean, there's a fog. I, I mean, it's just foggy, but it's like a building sneaking up on you. That I don't care how foggy it is. Well, seriously creepy. I'm just like... Getting a call from, you just had this stupid date, and then you get this call from your friend who's screaming about one of the other ones, like, something horrible. That's genuinely super creepy. And then he's definitely eaten mid-call. Yeah, he's definitely eaten mid-call. There's kind of a tradition in Ultraman, like, monsters in the fog you can't find. Mm-hmm. No particular ones. It's just a recurring motif because, hey, you got a fog machine. A monster kills somebody in the shadows. <laughs> yep. Special hey, on dry fog- ice. Fog machines are an essential part of tokusatsu production. Yep. <laughs> so Yamato survives because... Uh, he runs into, uh, into Rika. Yeah. And he is trying to make time with her. <laughs> yeah, he's like... <laughs> Well, if and, and she she's just trying to save his life. She's not interested in any of this other stuff. Yeah, because she she's found that the really other three have been wiped yeah, from existence. Yeah, this is the next day. Because, no, yeah, she's... Oh, yeah, I guess she sees him first, and then it's yeah. the next day. There's a whole, there's, oh, a whole, goes back to there's a whole fight the first the first day, and then... Yes. Is, isn't there? Oh. No, no, there's, there isn't, no, because no, they don't no, know there's no, been a kaiju until those three guys get wiped out. the second day. Yeah, until the next she's, day, the problem is that because they see a video and it's just the one guy, and she's all, "Weren't there like yes. three other guys?" No, no, it's just the one guy. Now, half the stuff like yeah, no. it's just one guy in Arcadia. It's just Yamato, yeah. you know, the company that changed his name to Arcadia. Yeah, yeah. it's just this one guy who inexplicably has a different name for his channel. Yes. Yeah, as opposed to a collective group of guys. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, you they've totally been, they've just... been wiped from existence. You totally and name your solo YouTube show after something that would be a group name. That's totally reasonable. Yeah. And she gives her friends a real lame excuse to uh, bail on them, and they and they call her out on it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she just remembered to... she had to do an errand. Yes. I like. She thinks she's in some old drama. I'm gonna run an errand. Said it's, oh, it's a Peter Parker screen. excuse. It is. Yeah. She calls it, and it's a very. It's a very Starscream yeah. thing to call her out on. Yeah. And yeah, she is um, texting she calls Akane to make sure Akane is okay. Yeah. yeah she Akane has not yet pleased. figured out that she is monster connected. Yeah. yeah. And she, in fact, she's concerned that it's it's herself. It's it's her who's attracting these monsters. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. She's a really I mean, Which, uh, not quite. At least I don't think. Mm. I've, I've only seen these oh. four episodes. It's not wrong, but it's not exactly right either. Okay. Yeah. She, she's kind of on the right track, but, but yes. she's missing some information. 
And so are we. Well, to be fair, we're missing the, information at this point. It's the Spider, it's the Spider-Man Mary Jane effect. Well, yes, in a way. Well, actually, it's almost backwards. <clears throat> There, there's some, there's some stuff going on that we're just not told, that we will right. be told later on, yeah. that involves Rika and Akane, and yeah, why some things are happening when they do that don't make sense. Well, until later. there's actually a thrown off <laughs> like line the in the Neon Genesis Junior it. High yeah. students. There's, there's some stuff. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some stuff. You can catch some stuff this episode that seems like it. It's just like throw away, like just a a quick reference. It's not important. That's going to be important later on. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And so Rika's not right, but she's also not entirely wrong. She's just not grasping the full picture yet. Yeah. So because she goes the, the to kaiju find... aren't. Go- yeah, the kaiju are only going after Gridman now because they know Gridman exists. The, originally, they weren't going after Gridman quite so specifically. Well, yeah, because the original intent was like go after people uh, Akane does not like and make them no longer exist. Yeah, now it's mm. do that plus you know smack Gridman around and, and try and get rid of him. Like there's the implication that this had been happening all along, and just you know Rika yeah. and Utsumi and them just didn't know about it because they weren't able to tell. Yeah, because uh. they also were forgetting the people that they lost. Yeah. So anyway, she and junk. she. She encounters this Jetfire guy, and he's trying to make time with her. She's just trying to get him, you know, to safety. Yeah, she goes to check on him. Uh, so, uh-huh. so this monster can't collect the whole set. Yeah, she goes to check on him, and he's yeah. He he's like, well, hey, if you want to go somewhere and talk, though, and she's like, uh, no. And then yeah, then he gets attacked by a monster. And uh, we see this monster. It's a real, it's a real day the tentacle looking thing. Yeah. So there's there's an interesting story here. I don't uh, know what this thing is supposed to be. So, the original plan for the episode had um, Akane, not Akane, Rika get um, tentacled. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, someone, no. someone involved in the production, I don't remember if it was the, it wasn't the director, it was somebody else who was involved. Somebody who was like a f- good friend of the director was like, uh, no, that's a terrible idea, don't do that. Just, just don't. <laughs> you, you, we're already, you know, we're going to be really pushing it next episode. I don't know if any of you guys have watched next episode yet, but they're going to be really pushing it next episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, back to back, that would not have been good. Uh, so let's just not do that, and instead, we'll tentacle Gridman later. Yeah. <laughs> so we were saved from that. Well, thankfully, that that would have been too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. I did not know that. It, it's the most surprising thing is that they didn't do it. Yeah, like, yeah that, that 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 is nice restraint. That is the most surprising thing, especially for Trigger. Yes. Yeah. So the so this thing is you know rampaging. It's got this guy on like a glow. It has like a glowing tentacle tongue or uh, several glowing tentacle tongues. Well, yes. well, the, they're sort of shoulder tongue thingies. Okay, because this kaiju is uh, gongly. The, the morning cloud storm monster, it's kind of a combination of various kaiju like, uh, Bowgun from Ultraman Great, uh, Twin Tails from, shit, was that Return? But, but they're a monster that's sort of a guy on his knees or standing up, but like the head of the monster is at the bottom and there's this sort of st- thing sticking up on top that at least with Bowgun is the second head and Twin Tails is just sort of Two tails sticking up on the mm. top. Uh huh. But like, you look at this monster the way it whips its arms around. You could almost see like where human hands would be bending the way it's weird at the trunk. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate all of these monsters are very guy in a suit. <laughs> yes. 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 So they good. Are. Anyway, Gr- Gridman comes in and and kind of gets his ass kicked. Yes. Well, he's doing okay well, until. Uh, he gets, he gets double teamed because they send in, well, uh, Auntie sees Gridman. He's all, oh, hey. Uh, and we get, we see him turning into his monster form from a very, like, uh, forced perspective angle that's very, yeah, it's make a my angle, monster I... grow. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> yes, yes. I think it's the exact Break same footage they used the first time he transformed because, ah. hey, stock footage, that's a thing that happens. Although usually it's stock footage like, yeah. 
uh, jets taking off in, in various yeah. ultra series. Or I mean, they're clear, they clearly do that intentionally, not because they need to use stock footage, like it's a yeah, it, a kids show or something. It, it's a gag. It's just they just do that simply because that's the it's, that's the gag. Same thing with the uh, um the the whole Gridman pointing into the air with his fist and yes. becoming Gridman. Yes. Thing. Fourth perspective phone. Which looks really, really janky for no other reason than they decided that it they needed to make it look as janky I as the I love original. that. Yeah. I love it so much. So hey, it's time for, uh, we, you know, he's gonna need some reinforcements, so all four of And I wouldn't the... call it double teaming so much as it turns into a... Yeah, because the yeah. Auntie does not much care for this Day of yes. the Tentacle guy either. Yeah, no, Auntie, anti, the guy, he's taking oh. Auntie's prey. Yeah. He needs to. Auntie has to fight Gridman. So Andy, so Andy turns on him first and knocks him out of the way, then goes after mm. Gridman. Yes. Because Auntie is a very good boy. Uh, while this is going on, there's two other things I have to point okay. out. One, the shot when Gridman shows up and Akane's on the roof. Oh no, uh, Rika's on the roof. Damn it, I keep fucking up names because I keep thinking of the Transformers names. <laughs> Rika's on the roof with Jetfire, and Gridman comes up. That's a direct reference to Metal Armor Dragonar, the opening, which was animated yes. by Mas- Masami Yamari. Yes. Oh. Like, it's shot yeah. for shot. It's only, like, a few yeah. seconds long, but it's, like, really good. It's a really random kind of thing to throw in. Yeah. I also really like these, these cars just going flying with him as, like, debris. Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's Lots of property destruction. Again, more, more, more fun with little toy cars from, uh, Tokusatsu stuff. And ah. we get shin kick number two! <laughs> Shumi gets kicked again. Yes. Yep. So yeah, we, uh, they decide, okay, well, you need some reinforcements, we might as well send all four guys, but unfortunately, uh, the episode is now buffering. Yeah, this is oh, basically yes. like when I try to run Fallout 4 on my Linux desktop. I it's, actually, that was a really good gag. This is yes. a good gag. It's really good. It's 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 a it's an intended glitch. But when it happened, when I was watching the episode the first time, it's like, ah, oh, fuck! Did my internet screw up again? Because that's what Crunchyroll <laughs> does every once in a while when my internet is unhappy because it gets really blocky. Yeah, junk does so not cute. have the processor to load all nope. five of these Gridman and all four of of his buddies at the same time. Yeah. So and and then and, there's yeah, some vehicle for it. Anyway, and then their it's solution very is to... much like trying to run high-end 3D games on my Linux desktop. But don't worry, they just have to unplug it and then plug it back in again. <laughs> well, that's Rika's solution. Utsumi yes. uh, was less than thrilled with the idea, but she didn't bother to ask. No, she just unplugged. But it works. And then she it also, works. She also gives also gives it a bit of a Fonz kick. Yes. Yeah. He's like, it's not a CRT, which. I mean, is it not a CRT? Yeah, I'm pretty. It, isn't it a CRT? It is. It kind of is. It's in a box. It's a, there's a CRT in there. I guess he he meant that the computer itself was not a CRT, just the monitor. Yeah. And therefore, kicking it would probably not help. <laughs> yeah. But it did. It did. And so well, this time, I don't he... know that the kicking it helped, but the unplugging it. Did you did you yeah. turn yeah. it off and turn it back on again? <laughs> so yeah, this time he has to. She's smart. He gridmans up again, and this time he just takes Max, who turns into a pair of giant ass arms. Yes, uh, so when when uh, Junk comes back up, it basically just tosses them all out into the room, and they're just like laying there, like oh whoa, which is yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. So it turns into these giant, disproportionately huge pair of arms. Yes, with a yes. football helmet. And then he kicks him. <laughs> Hercules, yeah. Which seems like the weird thing to do with, with the arms. I guess the arms have like jets it's and a, it's, stuff, it's, and they propel yeah, the right. rest of him. And you'll never see him up high yeah. in the air so he can do like a common rider kick. But yes, he gets a power up with giant arms to kick someone. Maybe it's kind of a, well, you'll never hard, see this It's hard coming. to say. Yes. So that, that kick is like a multiple layer reference. Cause I mean, there's common rider kicks, yeah. but then. They specifically call it an, uh, a lightning kick, don't they? I think so. Uh, I think it's, a, it's, it's the super kick. lightning kick. And yeah. that's specifically a Gunbuster reference. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, um, right? actually, no, I think the Gunbuster, is it? The No. Or is Gunbuster referencing something else and then? I think it is. Because, like, there's so many layers of referencing involving <clears throat> kicks. 
kicks, that specific style <laughs> yeah. of kick, the, that I lose track of who oh, did crap. it originally um, and what they're referencing, because with this, they could be referencing any of it, or all of it. Yeah. There isn't in a zoom But it's posed very much like specifically the Gunbuster kick. Yeah. Which is a reference to something. I forget if it's a variation of a common rider kick yeah. or Inazuma Man actually did a kick. I can't remember. I've never actually seen Inazuma Man. Gunbuster was in 89, right? Somewhere around there, late 80s. Yeah. So, I'm not up on when my common riders happened. So. Uh, the 70s. Neither am I. Yeah. So yeah, we got a multiple layer reference here. This could be referencing any number of things, and who even knows? So this uh, this monster is destroyed. Anti survives, but once again has a phone chucked at his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for my baby. I've been taking. I I think it only happened once in the last episode. So this is phone chuck number four because it happens three times in this episode. <laughs> you know, maybe if she stopped throwing her phone, it wouldn't be broken. She's got to get one of those otter boxes yeah. or something. Well, she she hasn't even fixed her glasses, yeah. and so yeah, well, she just she just likes broken glass, yeah, or shattered glass. <gasps> dun dun. <Yeah>. I <laughs> see <clears throat> what they did there. And meanwhile, Utah finally summons up the courage, and he's he's gonna ask, uh, you know, he's gonna ask Rika to get something to eat, and and she agrees. And then oh, it's it, and then awkwardly it's the oh, it's I thought it was a date, but we're gonna bring a bunch of people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Re- she 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 deflected that real smoothly. Yeah. Oh, I. Uh... Yeah. Well, I. It's hard to tell if it's a deflection or she's just oblivious in this scene. But uh, I, Rika's pretty smart. Yeah. Like, Rika's I not. I, Rika's not an idiot, and I feel that she definitely is. That was intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I just suffered violent flashbacks where I was sent back to the year nineteen ninety eight. Ooh, <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Um, Anti shrinks down because he had the the flink, uh, blinky thing again and ran out of power. Apparently, he runs on whatever trash food he eats. I would guess. Aww. Well, he run he he runs on whatever the plot demands. Yeah. I guess, yeah. And um, out of everything in the show, Anti, how long Anti can fight is like the most obviously plot yeah. dependent thing. No, yeah, that's a kind of standard. Like most Ultraman are only supposed to be in giant form for like three minutes, but that's sort of vague. Like it's however long yeah. they want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I got to get out of here. My they... my end of the episode button is flashing. <laughs> yes, yes. got um, in the episode. At the end of the episode, while while they're having the conversation, Rika is wearing her mom's apron, her Mega Man or ah Megatron yes. apron. Yes. Yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> In case you didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, in case we didn't get what now? That she's that Megatron. Megatron. Oh, I get you. <laughs> right. I, I thought, oh no, is there some obvious reference that I'm not yeah. getting? I'm so, emba- I'm so embarrassed. Oh, no, it, it's <laughs> just the Transformers Megatron. reference. Okay, well, there's so no. many references in this. I mean, I knew the Megatron thing. I thought, oh, is there a reason why she's yeah. wearing a mom's apron? Because <laughs> she's her mom. I don't know. Maybe I, there's a, it's like, we become our yeah. own mother. Like I'm Megatron pretty will sure grow it's to be Megatron. Wait. because she's making coffee and doesn't want to splatter yes. herself with yeah. milk. Foam. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the obvious reference. I just. I think that. I think this was the first episode where you could see what was written on Akane's bag if you paid close <gasps> enough attention. Oh, right. Or is it one of these? I know you can later. I, I think you can see it in this episode because I remember seeing it when I rewatched this episode. And it was the first time you could what see. What is it? it? What's written? What's on her written bag. on her bag? Till all are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's what it, it's and shattered. Later on, optimus. later on in the show, you can see it really clearly, and it's like yeah. it's super obvious. And if you don't know what that's a reference to, it's like Wait, so what? confusing <laughs> to just see that yes. written on her I bag because it's so nihilistic. Things regularly, <laughs> things from Japan regularly have random nonsensical English on them. But, but yeah, that, but, yeah, that's not. But it's, not it's a standard. Specific. It's a standard school, like high school school uh-huh. bag, and those like don't have stuff written on them. Like, you hang charms and stuff on it, but you never, like, just see, like, a phrase embroidered on them. It's so weird to right. see. And it's just such a seemingly random, bizarre phrase to have on there if you don't know what it's a reference to. <laughs> but it is a reference. But there's a, there's a shot in, like, episode 7 or 8, I think, where it's just, like, front and center, and you yeah. just can't miss it. Nice. But you can first kind of see it here. <laughs> this show, man. So is that in the episode, I That think? is it for the episode. And thank yes. you again for Did joining you? us. Oh! Oh. 
What? Wait, hold on. Did did you talk about the end sequence last <gasps> last time? The in, the ending um, credits. Maybe a little bit. They're the, very. Gay, before we get that, the the, one thing that they are. Someone will probably yell at me if I don't mention it. During the karaoke, they sing the theme song from the original Gridman. Oh. They do. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't notice the baby den den this time. Yes. Also, I absolutely had that after I, so I, I finished watching this series because I couldn't just wait and watch oh. an episode a month. And, uh, after that, I had that song stuck in my head for approximately two weeks. And <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> people wondered why I kept muttering about baby den den under my breath. <laughs> Wait, who but is I, Dan? Also, because I can see. <laughs> I did not notice that here, but that's pretty great. So yeah, so the, the ending um, sequence. The, the, ending, the ending sequence is, is certainly it's weird. Uh, like I, I rewatched it specifically. Totally this time. different. <clears throat> yeah, it's, well, it's very totally different from the rest of the show. Well, that happens a lot in anime, like where the ending theme song is like yeah. laid back and calm, and it's like a high action show. Yeah. Or like I, I've been uh, watching. Um, Space Sheriff Gavin recently, which is a metal hero show, like Tokusatsu guy in silver punching yeah. shit, shit. And the ending theme song is like this. It's really laid back and weird. It's like airy and flighty. And there's scenes of giant spaceships and drill tanks. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, this one is very much about Akane and Rika mm-hmm. yeah. in a way that it, that is sort of starts to become more clear this episode. Like, I think it first showed up on episode three. Mm-hmm. Was it on episode two? I think it, I think it was, think it was the third. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Which, I remember when it was airing, people, like, were really confused about it. I wasn't watching it much, but I just no, I saw the reactions. Like, my, my reaction I saw these is, images, like... It's shipping them, is what it's doing. Yeah. yeah. It, it very much wants you to get a certain idea about their relationship, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. It does eventually pay off. Yeah. A long way down the road. <laughs> yes. In a very... <laughs> also, like, like I was trying to analyze so. it, like, with the color, li- the color lighting changes as it goes through. Like, it starts blue, and it becomes green, and it's yellow at the end, and then it changes for the last shot. It's yeah. funky. I don't know if that actually means anything. I think it kind of uh, does, I but watched it's a- vague. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's been some uh, I've seen a couple people do some analysis of it. There's a YouTube video I watched that did some analysis of the ending, and it's in just an interesting thing to have in this show specifically. I think because yeah. it's just not what you expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more like I think this episode um, sort of gives a little context as to why they might have that particular relationship highlighted in the ending compared to something mm-hmm. else. Because it does yeah. mention how, like, oh, we used to walk to school together. Yes, there's a lot of clearly there was, they had they were a lot closer in the past yeah. Yeah. and something happened and now they're not. Yeah. And unfortunately to say much more, you can't really say much more until later in the later No, in the no you cannot say more because it will spoil Rob. Yeah. I, I'm, al- I'm already... <laughs> my, my rule is... I'm already formulating numerous fan theories. Good. Good. Yes. That's, because that's a good place to be. There was a lot of fan theories going around. Oh, there was. There was a lot of theories. And half of them were right? Kind of? <laughs> Some of them that were wrong ended up being right yes. anyway. <laughs> which was odd. Always love shows that can manage to do that, where you can get a theory wrong, but it turns out you were mostly right mm-hmm. anyway. You were right for well, the wrong I, reason. Well, I do love Twin Peaks, yes. so uh, this isn't my first rodeo. Yeah. Ah, yes. Well, yeah. the next episode will be fun. Ooh. Kind of. Yeah, well, you can have somebody else on for that one. Next episode, I, th- I think we might go solo next episode, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just to kind of focus, because um, next episode, is there's good stuff in it, but it's also the prerequisite Bikini Beach episode. Oh, I see. that's where we're at. Yeah, there's some... Yeah, there's some super important stuff in that episode, but oh, there's yeah. also a lot of stuff that's um, yeah, fan service like to sell body yeah. pillows <laughs> that they didn't actually <laughs> sell, but uh, they were like fan made, extremely strange yeah. phone storage locations. Yes, which oh yeah, oh oh god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. 
All right. So uh, thank you. Thank you again for listening and thank you for joining us. Oh, it's no problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always nice, nice to have And David you. offered. I was like, sure, I'll come and talk about <laughs> this. I can talk about, I can talk about this. Talk about some yeah, well, good man. invite you for something. <laughs> so even though I can't talk as much about the Transformers or Tokusatsu stuff as some of your other guests have been able to, which were, that was some, I want to say that you, the episodes with, um, Mock Dent and I can't oh, remember the other oh, guys. Trent. Uh, Trent. They were really interesting. Trent, yes. Those were both super interesting and, I'd learned some stuff that I hadn't actually known yet about the, about Good. Well, yeah, could, because the show and some of the references. So Once the show was started airing, it's like, I love this show. And then the further along it got, it's like, I think I need to make a podcast about this. <laughs> if only yeah. because yeah. I know Trent and, and I yeah, could probably find some tokusatsu people. We're, we're positioned, once it turned out how much this had to do with Transformers, uh, we're kind of uniquely positioned to, to yeah. have a lot of uh, good insight about it. <laughs> So yeah, those were both super interesting, and I'm looking for you looking forward to ha- to hearing more from them if you have them too on yeah, again. We probably will. Probably, well, well, mm-hmm. At some point, yes, with the schedule, with, I'm trying not to schedule too far ahead. Yes, but we will have them back <laughs> at some point. All right. All right. Well, it was great talking to you guys yeah. about it. Cool. It's our pleasure. Yeah. I don't have anything major to plug. I don't have any fancy YouTube shows. You got or... a Twitter. I do have a Twitter, but you can't see it because I'm locked. Oh, yeah, you're locked. I forgot about that. I have a blog if you want to see my, my oh, blog. I, I haven't updated it in a while. I didn't even know uh, that. My blog is um, flipflapping.wordpress.com. I sadly oh. – I used I was trying to do seasonal reviews of just what I was watching each season, but I haven't been able to keep up with it the last – end of last season and this mm-hmm. season. Maybe I'll try to get that updated. And I also um, have on there a um, – the main point of the original point of the blog was it was a um, – Way to consolidate a list of um, uh, commentary and analysis about the anime Flip Flappers, uh, which was a show from a couple years ago that sparked a lot of discussion and analysis. Ah, interesting. So I wanted yeah. I wanted to have a place to keep all that coordinated so people could find it and if they ever were interested in it. And then it's just my personal blog where I post impressions on anime and occasional articles on analysis I write of whatever. <laughs> so, but like I said, it hasn't been updated in a while. Otherwise, but yeah, that's about it. My my Twitter, which is locked, and you can try to follow me if you want. It's clear Italian. At you might Twitter. follow back. Uh, if you seem if you seem like if you seem like a decent person, I'll let you in to, to follow me. You know, that's my main. That's my only real restrictions. You just be a be a nice person. Well, hopefully, we all qualify. Yeah, <laughs> I probably don't want to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time I'm Rob I'm Jen I'm David and I was Clara good night I will All stop right. fidgeting with things that make sounds. Fidgeting with a spork. <laughs> I mean, it's not a spork spork. It's like a... I've been getting a lot of, like, hiking gear lately. So it's like a utensil set oh. thing. It's good for fidgeting with, though. <laughs>